If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we keep you motivated, inspired, and thinking big. Up-leveling into quantum revenue is a choice that we can all make in any moment and then continue to make that choice to stay in that space each day. On this podcast, Ursula will share revenue growth strategies to reach your next level and introduce you to CEOs just like you who are making it happen. What's your next quantum leap going to be? See it, own it, and take that first step. If this is you, then Ursula wants to invite you to join us at the next 2X Intensive now. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. You're listening to Quantum Revenue Expansion with your host, Ursula Menchez. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, the podcast Super excited to have you back with us today. And I think you're really going to appreciate the topic because we're going to talk about how to really make your 2022 even better. So I've got the amazing Alex Bursowski here with me today. Alex and I go back, I think more than five years. I don't even know. Like at some point it's going to be a decade. And so excited to have you here because we're going to be talking about how um, we're talking about simplifying systems and success for quantum revenue growth. In other words, (laughs) how to get organized how to simplify things, how to have systems that actually help you move your, your business forward. Because if, if you don't have the systems and processes in place, if you're not organized, it can be really hard to have that quantum revenue growth. So Alex, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. Your timing is so good because it's like, we're talking about 2022. We're talking about how to make this year incredible. And again, we can have all of the, the amazing you know, revenue models and the plans to get there. And I think as CEOs, I know me, we can be a little bit ADD and ADHD and can feel like things are all over. So you're going to help us bring it all together. But before we do that, I have a couple housekeeping items. If you haven't yet, go to UrsulaInc.co. On the homepage, you'll find my free course that goes with this podcast, Quantum Revenue Expansion. And during that course, it's a it's three hours. It's, it's in three segments. So one hour per segment. The first segment, we talk about how to create your quantum revenue container and what that really means. In other words, how do you create a stretch goal for every month and actually reach it? So I'm going to break that down for you. Then on the second part of the class, we're going to talk about marketing and pricing. How do we get those two things in alignment so you can put your 
product or service out to the world confidently. And the third segment is all about collapsing time, which is one of my favorite things to talk about, and how to get to your goal even faster. So if that sounds fun to you, it's a $997 value. We're giving it away. Go to UrsulaInc.co. It's on the homepage. Super easy to find. So that's our gift to you. Also, if you've heard about the 2X Intensive and you're like, I, I want to 2X my sales and shave 10 or more hours off my work week, we'd love to help you do that in 2022. Go to UrsulaInc.co forward slash apply, send us some details, and we'll get you all the information about the 2X Intensive. We'll also put all of this in the show notes so you can find it easily. The only thing I want to say about that is, you know, the clients who've taken our, the 2X Intensive come on the other side with such a different perspective of what they want to create for their business and their lives. And they realize that it is possible to make more money and work less. What a concept. So we'd love to have you experience that as well. One side note to that is we have a limited amount of 2X intensives on the calendar. We have January, which is almost full, and we have March, which is filling up quickly. We're not going to have one in February. So if you have interest, definitely reach out. And um, and we're expecting a wait list pretty soon, Alex. So that's really exciting for our okay. 2X intensive. All right. With that, let me tell you about Alex Brzezowski. She is a digital professional organizer and productivity specialist. She started be organizing because she believes there's a better way, a better way to organize people's lives, specializing in digital organizing and productivity, including digital documents, passwords, photos, ah, music, email, contacts, calendar, and more. Her goal is to help her clients free up time to do what they love by bringing order and efficiency to their business and or personal digital life. I mean, I think we all live in a time where it feels like we're on our phones way too much. Our email isn't necessarily organized in any way. It takes up a lot of time. There's distractions on this thing called social media, right? And there's distractions in the world right now. And so I'm excited to have you here. So Alex, let's just dive in and start with your story. What led you, what led you on this path? And I know you have a passion for organization. So what brought you to this moment? Yeah. So thank you again for having me. So I started my uh, career, I guess you could say in the legal world, which brings me to where I am today. sounds kind of weird, but I was a um, paralegal for many years um, before starting my business. And in that we were hundred percent paperless at the law firm. I was at two different law firms, a huge one, small one, And both of them were paperless, which was unheard of back. This was in 2008. So that was something that was unique to where I was. And then also I worked with many clients in wills, trust, probate, estate administration, and business law, things like that. A lot of transactional type of work. Doing that, I really got to see how many people were not organized. And they ended up spending so much time and energy and, you know, just added stress to an already stressful situation with maybe a loved one passing away or maybe some contention with their business. And so they now have to think about all the organization pieces. And I just kind of became like the go-to person of getting that stuff in order and digitizing things, um, understanding, you know, creating templates and reusing it, efficiency, all those things just to make like as the law firm easier, but also help our clients, um, get things done more 
quickly, but I figured out that I could do this as a business and actually bring it to more people. Um, and seeing that I was also dabbling so much into business law, I found out how the legality part of it, I could totally do it. I was like, that was the only part that was holding me back. Um, so I figured that out and I was like, you know, I can do this and help a lot more people and collaborate and have the team that I want. Um, the law firm uh, world was not going to be able to give that to me. And this was something I could, you know, really grow and uh, help more people. So that's what I did. Yeah. Well, congratulations. We I know. And congratulations <laughs> on your business. I know it's evolved in many ways over the years. And when you look back at your business, what were the biggest myths about money and revenue that you had to let go of to continue to grow your business? The biggest one is that it's hard work. Mm, say more about that. Yeah. So I, um, it's something that I still have to constantly remind myself. And I actually have a little stick it note here that says, let it be easy um, to constantly remind myself this. Um, I was thinking it was a constant uphill battle and that money, getting money is hard, that gaining money is hard. And that doesn't, that's not true. And it doesn't need to be hard. It doesn't need to be that way. And I've um, pushed myself to the max and made it so hard so many times. And it didn't make it, I didn't make more money because of it. Um, and so that doesn't equate to anything. So uh, that would be the biggest one for me that I've had to kind of re, yeah. you know, re change my mindset on it. So, so beautiful. And so what, like, when you look back at the trajectory of your journey and your business, if, how do you let it be easy? I'm sure all the entrepreneurs, CEOs are like, okay, well, <laughs> if yeah. it's not hard. How do you let it be easier? What does that even mean? Yeah. So letting it be easy to me, um, it's like letting go of expectations of how things are going to be, mm -hmm. um, letting things like thinking instead of like being like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so stressful, like going into it more of a, no, this is just going to happen. It's going to come. So it's more like an attitude shift, um, from like in my space. Um, because when I do that, I actually find out that I have fun doing certain things. So like I found out and I would have never found this out if I would have just kept my mindset as this is going to be hard, which is I really enjoy creating like presentations and like the creativity of, you know, I like dabbling in Canva. Like I would have mm -hmm. never <laughs> had that experience if I would have just, you know, kept putting it off and saying, oh, it's going to be so hard because it seems like such a behemoth thing of relearning a platform, fit, you know, being creative. I don't think of myself as creative. Um, but as soon as I was like, just let it go and just have fun with it and let it just let it, it's not going to be hard and yeah. just coming into it with that. And we talk a lot about this at the CEO tables, just not being so attached to the way things are. Um, I think that one thing, um, which is really interesting is it's almost like being codependent on your business in a way, because when you're codependent on somebody, you're super attached. And so you have to like be committed. Yes, but not be so like wrapped up in it and defined by it. And 
letting it just kind of take over you, but having that space, I, it's really hard to like put into words for me, but just to me, it's all about an attitude and yeah. letting it be easy. Well, let's unpack that a little bit. Cause I, think, I love what you said. It's like being codependent with your business. And I, especially as women, I think we can really relate to riding the emotional business roller coaster. Oh, I lost a client. I'm going to feel terrible. Oh, I got a new client. I'm going to feel great. Oh, my team members leaving. I'm going to feel terrible. Oh, you know, we have more money in the bank than we thought. I'm going to feel great. And letting it run your emotions. Cause I feel like that's kind of what you're saying, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, it doesn't serve us. And so for everyone who's listening, because Rebecca really talks about this at the CEO table is to be, you know, to be committed to what you want, but detached from the outcome, you can be committed and detached. And so for everyone who's listening to give yourself permission to not ride the business emotional roller coaster, it is not worth it. It will, it will run you. And mm-hmm. then what? because the truth is not every client's going to be happy. The truth is not every prospect's going to be say yes to you. The truth is your team members aren't always going to be happy. The truth is your bank account's not always going to look the way you want it to. And in those moments, you have a choice to say, I'm going to be super depressed about that. Or I'm I'm just going to be detached. I'm going to be neutral. I like to think, I like to say I'm Switzerland, right? I'm just going to be in a space of whatever. And then I'm going to go out and find something to make me happy. So let's talk about that for a moment. I know this is a big thing in the, the CEO table. We've talked about it lately is like, what do you do to feel better? What do you do, Alex, for self care? and to take care and to stay in that kind of neutral space with your business. I, so I'm an active person. So in the, so some, there's an interesting, it's like a dichotomy. I need to burn myself out. (laughs) And so I usually have to like run, walk something. I have to move. And then it's typically like massage, um, you know, listening to peaceful music, um, lighting candles around my house and just being in the moment, letting the, like moving my phone away from me yeah. and my yeah. computer, leaving it at my desk, not bringing it, you know, now we're so remote. Um, so leaving it really at my desk, not bringing it into the living room um, and just completely actually not even thinking about the business is how I um, do a lot of self-care and just, I mean, <laughs> My biggest self-care though is really, I love like massage, facial, that stuff really rejuvenates me. Um, but I have to also have the active part too. It's really interesting just for my, be able to relax. Yes. Yeah, I totally get you. And I bet a lot of people listening do. I love, you know, without the gym, I would be real cranky. And so it's yes. like moving the body gets that energy out, but then also receiving, you know, I, I feel like the exercise is kind of masculine energy massage facials that's like receiving that's the feminine energy and having a balance of that to stay well especially like we're still I mean I can't believe I'm saying this like we're still we're still in a pandemic right the world like you know all of us have had very you know tough things happen this year and family members and like just so much so much sadness and loss and as CEOs for those of us who have decided to stay in it, we don't have a choice. We keep going and we compartmentalize. And I think without the self-care, it'd be really hard to do that. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, I want to talk about like, I mean, you, you and your business and what you do for clients and um, in terms of, you know, simplifying systems and success for quantum revenue growth. So my first question in this space 
And by the way, this is totally me being selfish as well. I can't wait to learn more from you and just how you do this magic for your clients. What are the, what do people get wrong about, and this, by the way, we're going off script now. So yes. bear with me, Alex, because that's where the fun is. What do people get wrong about organization that you wish they knew? Oh man, um, that the solution that works for somebody else isn't necessarily going to work for them. And that it doesn't, organization is not something you buy from a box. Like it's not a, um, it is custom. You have to make it custom to fit you. Not a one-size-fits-all solution. Yes. Yes. There's no such thing. Um, There's, you know, people try to make it that way. And then it's sometimes fitting like a square into a round hole. It just, it's like, you're trying to make it work and you're just beating your head and struggling with it. So it, again, it's like going back to make it simple, um, you know, equating it to the physical space, um, removing the top lid of the laundry basket sometimes makes it so that your laundry actually doesn't end up on the floor. So making it simple by just removing something yeah. is sometimes the answer. I feel like a lot of people get attached to there's all these programs out there and there's all these options and all these things and look at what this one can do. And they want to try them all at once. And then they get overwhelmed and then they end up either spreading too thin where they're just in trying all these different things at once, or they just are paralyzed and they don't do anything. And then they have nothing in place and they just want the solution that works for them. But then they're like, but there's this one and this one has this and all the glitter and glam of these programs that they try to, they're trying to sell you. And um, so going back to always, what do you need? Whether, you know, in your personal and your business life, what does that look like? What's going to make this easier for you? So that what system, what does the system need to do for you? What it, does it need to be remote? Does it need to be accessible on your phone? Like that's a, that can be a game changer for some people. I've had people where they are on a CRM and they're like, oh, they don't have a an app, so I have to go to the website on the phone on my phone, and it's more of a pain. So this isn't going to work. And right. so something is so simple as just being able to access on your phone could be important. Um, and make it easier and actually make you do something that you wouldn't have normally done if you didn't have that access. So really just thinking about what your goals are, what you need from that program instead of the other way around what the program, like then you go out and do the research and it's like, okay, what are the non-negotiables about what I need from this? What does it need to be able to do? And then checking, making sure those boxes are checked off by the program, but if not move on like keep looking. <laughs> That's a really interesting point. Yeah. I mean, I think every month I look at, this is sad and you probably school me on this, but I, I look at my credit card to see, to see what software we're paying for that we don't use anymore because we yes. forget we use it for mm-hmm. a while or we it did this for a while or it was connected to this thing. And we're living a time where there's so many apps and so much software. So let's, let's ask, let's go here, you know, in the spirit of quantum revenue growth, let's say a client shows up and they, they're like, Alex, next year, I'm going to go from a half a million to a million. And I need systems and processes that are going to support that. 
I know this is a very wide question, but where would you even start with them? Like for the person who's listening right now, who's like, what do I need to clean up in my systems, my processes so that I can double my sales next year? Yeah. I actually have somebody in mind right now that I'm thinking of that I've done this with. Yeah. So this is a great question. Um, first thing, uh, get your scheduling in order. So, uh, using some sort of system and setting up your boundaries of your schedule. So, and making it easier for other people to schedule with you. So, um, whether that be like, if your intake process, like somehow getting that schedule easy for clients, easy for whoever needs to access that, but also having control over it by setting that boundary, um, is huge. I would say that's like the very first thing that you want to make sure to do because without meetings, you can't make money. Yeah. Um, the second thing would be to setting up your CRM. So your contact relation or your client relation management system and project management system, those have to be set up. You have to have something. <laughs> I think that's the biggest, um, it is one of the things that makes people stand out in a business. You can tell the people that have it and the people that don't just by what they remember about you. What are your favorites? Like, what are your favorite CRMs right now? Yeah. So, um, I really like the look and feel of 17 hats. Um, but it doesn't necessarily solve everybody's issue. So for myself, I can't use it. I love like when it does work for a business, it's so nice and pretty. Um, but that's like more the, you know, I want really clean bins and I'm going to make this work, even though it doesn't necessarily fit, you know, check all the boxes. So I don't necessarily recommend it. Um, I personally use Podio. It's a Citrix company. Um, P-O-D-I-O is the name of it. Yep. Podio. And they are a hundred percent customizable and Mm -hmm. they integrate with Zapier. So Zapier is a, like, if this, then that type of program. So it's to automate a lot of things. So it can integrate a lot with Podio. So meaning I can set up QuickBooks and Podio to do certain things. I can set up my um, Podio to go to my marketing email system so that everybody goes in there and vice versa Um, all through Xavier with that connection. But what I love about Podio is how much I can, you know, adjust it. Like I can add my own questions, whereas something like Salesforce, there's only so much you can customize in there. Yeah. Um, so every time I was trying to use, I tried Zoho, Salesforce, and that works for a lot of people. Don't get me wrong, but this was something that I can literally build. And there's templates out there mm-hmm. that you can get for free, but I really love that you can make, it's like, okay, I'm going to take that and I'm going to take this and then I'm going to make it mine. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything you can customize is going to be better, especially when I think what I'm hearing underneath this is it's not easy to do, but easy-ish, like it's kind of user-friendly because there's a lot of CRMs out there and I'm not going to badmouth any of them, but yeah, you have to hire teams of people to actually yes. do it. And that's, that's unfortunate. Yes. Not that you don't want team. You definitely want your team to be able to do it. But if it's so complicated that you have to hire a super specialist, that's a hundred dollars an hour might not be the one to go with. Right. Right. Cause and we've had even clients who spent all this money in it and then they end up walking away from it. Yeah. Um, it's when they come to us and are like, what the, you know, what do I do now? Yeah. So yeah. setting up that. And then the third thing I would say is automate as much as physically possible. 
Um, so again, it goes back to the scheduling, the automation that I was talking about with the CRM, but just automating everywhere else that you can. So for example, having a service agreement um, as a template and then have it in something like Adobe Sign or DocuSign or whatever, Hello Sign, whatever one that you use, but just having it really easy and ready to go so that you're not spending so much time in that because that stuff really gets lost. I feel yeah. like, and it's so important at the same time. So it's like clients are like, ah, I can't, you know, I don't know which one is the most recent one and what's, you know, it, how am I going to, you know, they're just spending so much time thinking about it. And then where is it that it's like, oh, just, you know, create a template, create a catch-all, try to make it a catch-all um, and go, you know, make it right. so that's really easy to hit send. Yeah. <laughs> So that's that's great advice, right? The proposals and just chasing all of that and definitely mm-hmm. been there. So I'm going to go back to the calendar thing. Yes. This is, I love that you started there because I'm a big believer, as you know, like let's schedule your, you know, million dollar year, whatever your number is by putting it in the calendar, backing into it with, you know, how many marketing events do you need to do or what needs to be on your calendar or how many training, like what, or how many of this do you need to sell and where do you need to be available to do that? Because I agree. Like if it's not on the calendar, it's not going to happen. Now, one of the things I'll give you an example uh, and the person will go unnamed, but there's somebody out in the world who I try to schedule with and I have to schedule not super regularly, but regularly enough. They're an important part of my network. And whenever I schedule, I schedule feeling confident, like I'm done. And then inevitably they're like not available. So, so if you're going to have a calendar, you're not available all the time. So let's talk about that. So when someone's like, how much should I be available, you know, or I, I just want to be available all the time in case a client needs to book or, you know, this, this, this big expanse of availability. What would you say about that? Cause you use the word yeah. boundaries, share with yes. me on how to set boundaries and calendars. Yes. So that is probably, I had such a hard time with that. I was the person of, I just need to be available all the time because I might miss something. Right. And I didn't want to carve that out. And then finally, I realized that actually people respect you when you set those boundaries and you don't actually miss things. It's actually works out in your favor because you have the headspace to be fully present for that person. So, um, setting, like I even so much say, okay, these are the days that we do initial assessments which is our first step with working with us. And I did it for myself first. I no longer am performing the initial assessments, but when I was, it was like, okay, I just am picking two times a week, two different spots in the day to give people an option. So if they reach out on a Friday, they can schedule for first thing of the week, um, you know, the pro- the next week, or if they're reaching out in the beginning of the week, they can get in at the end. And that's it. And that's enough options. So instead of like trying to squeeze people in and just moving things around and being stressed out by that, it's like, no, 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 this gives this, you know, checks all the boxes for people coming in and, you know, the holidays are coming up right now. And I've had um, the people who are doing the initial assessments uh, for our team, like they're not available. So we just had somebody scheduled in January. Yeah, of course. And it's, and it's like, well, this is great because now we have things coming in in January. This is totally fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. So really, um, I feel like for people, they want to be able to like, I figured out 
in my business, finally, that somebody feels like they can check something off their box when they schedule a meeting with you. So whether or not they hired you and actually started working with you yet, it's more about, I did something, I can now move on because I have something scheduled and I'm going to show up for the other person. Right. So once I realized that, then I've been able to set my boundaries way more clear. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think that's the, that's the key, right? That by being more restricted in your calendar, you look like the professional CEO you are. And frankly, you're not available all the time because there should be other things you should be focusing on. So, yes. right, it's, it's a great reminder of that. And, and also you touched on team a little bit. You have other people doing assessments now. I know you've been super intentional this year about growing your team as you scale your business, yes. which also, you know, helps with many things. What, what, like what's your biggest learning about, like when you look back on expanding team, not that it's been easy, but like, what, what do you know it's going to do for your company or how has it shifted how you see your company? Oh man, I see it as I was, the reason why it took me so long, I feel like was because I was feeling like, oh, this is so, because what we do is so customizable. Mm-hmm. But realizing that I was doing the same thing over and over and over again, And being like, this actually is repeatable if I just look at it from, you know, a bird's eye view down and really just making that process so much simpler. Like we, I, like we, like I said, the, you know, the title of the show being simplifying your system. So once I realized that it was really easy to grow the team (laughs) because it's like, well, now it's like, here you go. Here's the things that you need to do. Here's a script. Here's this, here's that. And um, so I would say realizing that you can make things simpler in a process and a system, even in a, such a customized world and such a customized thing that we do where everybody's situation is different. Um, that was a huge thing for me this year. Yeah. Um, and just being able to then remove myself and giving myself the freedom that came with that. Um, and it also gave other people like I, I mean, my executive assistant that I hired, she was able to just read the operations manual because I had it all written out and she was like, got it. If I have the questions, I'll let you know. And it was like, wait, is that it? And she's like, yeah, it's like, okay, like, all right, there you go. And yeah, there would be some things where she would have to clear it up with me. And it's like, okay, well then we're just going to use that information, improve our operation manual and our systems, you know, internally and just make it even better because we learned that. So yeah, yeah, that was such a awesome thing this year for me. So much freedom brought with that. (laughs) Well, and this is what you work with your clients on as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, not just what, how they're going to use their time, but really who should be doing this thing or what's the system. And I'm sure so much of your work is getting things off your client's plates. And I'd love to, you know, as we're starting to wrap up, this goes so fast, Alex. Yes, it does. I know. Uh, I want to like, think of a, and maybe it's the client you were thinking of going from 500 to a million, but think of a client story or an example where, just getting a lot of things off their plate or systematizing allowed someone to really expand their business. Like any stories like that or. Yeah, this is this one. She's really grown in team um, by having so much hops, having her processes so streamlined. Mm -hmm. Um, We've also had uh, a lot of already bigger companies come to us. They're making money. And they are struggling themselves. Like email is such a big one. And 
we've had to reframe their mind about it because they were spending so much time in it and just sending so many emails. And it's like, you know what? Don't send an email. Stop, stop. Just stop sending emails because the more that you send an email, the more you're going to get back. Right. So that's something you can't control. So if it doesn't need to be sent in an email, maybe just don't. Maybe it needs to be saved for a meeting later. Maybe like re- there are certain things that you can send in an email. There's certain things that you can't. But all that to say is that that person realized that, okay, I need team for myself. I need those things in place. So really seeing that growth um, with those processes in place and with those boundaries, it, it's almost like the things that you're not wanting to do that you think is going to make you not be able to grow yeah. are actually exactly what you need to do to grow. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> I want to touch on email really quickly, just because I'm sure people were leaning in, you know, that, yes. um, and in my own world, I have, I have a running list for my team and I ask myself, is this an email or a conversation? And more and more, it's like a conversation when we have our team meeting, like you should see us, you'd be proud. Like on a, we have a marathon, like it is fast. Lauren's got her list. Rebecca's got her list. I've got my list. Cassandra's got her list. If she's there, Shondell's got like, we are on it and it saves it literally. I know it saves hours and hours and hours. We just knock it out so fast. What would have taken seven emails back and forth? Yes. So in addition to that, like what else, what are your tips for either cleaning up our email or just not so much. Yeah. So, um, looking at your email as not a conversation. Whoops. And sorry about that. Yeah. So it's not a conversation. So it's not a conversation. It's a communicate. Like we have to go back to the basics of what it is. This is not a, I'm going to call somebody and brainstorm. (laughs) You know, this is not a brainstorming session. This is like, I think of it as more of a following up on something that you're waiting for, um, retreat, like asking for something very specific. So whether that be a document or just some information, but coming up with an idea or anything like that, no, leave it out of email, um, completely. And then, uh, also I would say unsubscribe as much as you can, because I feel like that's where people get really crazy and setting expectations for your team. Um, this is where a lot of CEOs I've, I've presented to a lot of CEOs. And I always have to say, email is not urgent. It is never urgent. Stop using it as an urgent thing that pings. You don't need to leave it on. Like I don't have my email open right now. It's like, I'm focused in what I'm doing. So as soon as you start to let email creep in and it does become that urgent, like that ding, that dopamine gets released and whatever it is. And then you're like, oh, it is urgent. And when you set that expectation for your team that you're always going to be available and responding at that moment, you are now enslaved to your email. So being really conscious of that, even I had CEOs sending emails at like 11 PM at night. Right. And maybe maybe they're working, maybe they're working on something, but it's like, okay, use boomerang or something. If you're in Google, um, like if you're in the Gmail platform, use something where you can schedule it to be sent in the morning during regular work hours, because just that little something, when somebody sees that as an employee, as a team member or what, or a client even, Mm -hmm. and they seeing that you're available then it's like, no, 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 I'm not. No, no, you don't. That already sets the precedent of, you know, yeah. just I'm open to that. 
And so don't do that. Like, yeah. just don't and schedule what you need to work on. Um, don't use your email as your to-do list. A lot of people use it as a reminder and built-in to-do list. And oh my gosh, it, that's when things get missed. Yeah. It's like that email that you're like, oh, I need to follow up with that client. And it sits in your inbox because you want to remember to follow up with that client. No, 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 no. Put the email in a folder, maybe called clients and schedule it to get done so that yeah. you don't miss it. So actually have something in your face. Yeah. instead of your inbox cluttered with all that stuff. So taking it out of your inbox. Yeah. So good. And yeah. And don't let your to do your, your email be a to-do list, which I've definitely been guilty of delay delivery. My favorite two words in outlook, because yes, that's that I'm going to say, I can't think of what it is in outlook. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that. Yeah. About eight years ago when I was up in the middle of the night at 2 AM sending emails with Luca by my side, my baby up by my side. And my good friend, Tina replied at, you know, like six the next morning. And she's like, do you not know how to use delay delivery? And I was like, no, I felt really dumb. And she's like, okay, here's what you need to do. And it changed my life, especially right then. So anyway, yes. and I just want to say that too. Like if you don't know, if you're not doing these things, it's not about beating yourself up. Like no. I, I've been guilty of every single one of these things. And it's just about cleaning it up so that you can have a great next year. So on that note, uh, Alex, I know you have a gift for our listeners and you have some information. If someone's like, oh my gosh, I love Alex. I'm jiving with her. I'd love to work with her next year. Share your information with us. First. Yeah. So beorganizing.com. It's all one word. It's spelled out beorganizing.com. Uh, and we have a freebie. We have a top, my top favorite apps. There's a webinar and a guide for it. So you can download, watch either one. Uh, so check those out. It's great because it gives you um, a lot of it for your, you know, straight from your phone since it's apps. Um, it does touch on photos a little bit, which then segues into, I do also have a digital photo organizing course. And this is great right now for holidays and for gift giving, um, cause a lot, or even just to start in the beginning of the year, we had clients who were like, all right, this is the year of photos and yeah. I'm getting them in order so that then you can do things with them, like create a photo album. I just did that. I actually just gifted our parents, um, my husband and I's parents, all photo albums this Christmas because our photos are all organized. So um, it's great to be able to easily do that in time because we have that in place. So in the photo organizing course, um, you really, I really walk you through step-by-step step exactly what you have to do for your photos. So um, to get them organized and it's all about your digital photos since that's where we are in our day and age. Yeah. Um, I touch a little bit on you know, your physical photos, it's a lot hand in hand, but your digital ones and getting those in a safe space and how to actually organize them. And unfortunately there's no shortcuts. A lot of people look for shortcuts and, um, gotta be leery of shortcuts. <laughs> so but you'll break it down for them. You'll show them how to breaking it down, making yeah. it very simple where it's like, this is the next step. This is the next step. This is, you know, like, this is what you do it now. Go ahead. Well, it really is a shortcut and a half because you're going to show us. Yes. All yes. right. And then finally, if someone's like, oh my gosh, I'm totally driving with Alex's energy. If they want to hire you to make 2022 awesome and get systems and processes in place, how, where do they find you? So on our website, you can either call us at 858 
480-1056 or rborganizing.com forward slash assessment. And you can schedule an assessment right then and there with um, our team to work with us individually one-on-one. Um, -on -one. So you get to meet our, um, you know, our initial assessment team, our business development, and then also get assigned a lead organizer to work with you specifically individually. Is there a cost for the assessment? No, it is okay. complimentary and it's about 30 minutes. It's via Zoom and you can be anywhere in the world. Um, we will help you. So we don't have this other than the time limits. We don't have uh, boundaries in that sense because we do all everything virtually. Yeah, beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you. I'm glad I asked about that because I knew there was a way for them to to take a next step and at least, and of course you have a system and process in place. So you could, you could, for those of you who are listening, if you want to do it, that'd be a great way to see how Alex is doing it as well and really connect with her and her team and see if she can help you. Yes. Well, that's, we're, we got to wrap up. This is an amazing show. Perfect time of the year. So Alex, thank you for all you're doing in the world. It was fun to talk about. I want to make sure I get the title simplifying systems and success for quantum revenue growth. You gave us some excellent tips today. So thanks for being here. Yes. Thank you again so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so much fun. And to our listeners all over the world, we love you. We love hearing from you. If there's anything we can do for you, go ahead and email us at contact at UrsulaInc.co. We'll have all the details of what Alex talked about in the show notes. And of course, we have a free course for you as well, Quantum Road Expansion. We'd love to have you join us for that as well. All right, everybody, that's it for now. Make this your most rockin' year yet. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.